Welcome to Off Trail with Erie Metro Parks. My name is Mike Hensley and I'm your host. And this week we're talking all about squirrels because this Saturday is National Squirrel Appreciation Day. First off, did everyone know that there is a National Squirrel Appreciation Day? I didn't. Not you until to, you told me. No. I did not. No. <laughs> okay. So really cool. So it was started in 2001. So it's been around for a little while. And it was started by an animal rehab specialist named Christy Hargrave. Um, and she's from North Carolina. And she did this in the hopes that they would we would create this better attitude towards squirrels. Because we've all had negative experiences. Mm-hmm. With well, I can't speak for everyone. I have. Molly oh, sure. Said yeah. She has. Um, one in particular I can think of um, that is very negative. wasn't really with a squirrel. Um, it was with a chipmunk. It was my, f- <laughs> my first job ever. I had been there for like a week and a half. And I opened the back door and a chipmunk had snuck in the door and gotten stuck inside. And I couldn't get it. Um, and my boss said, well, you have to. And I was afraid because I didn't have, we didn't have like a net. We weren't like a rehab facility or anything where we had to like nets or anything mm-hmm. to catch. And in my head, I'm like, if I don't catch this thing, who knows where it's going to go. And then the second part of it was if I do catch it and it bites me, I'm going to be in really, really big trouble. Cause it, I mean, those little punks, they bite really hard mm-hmm. and it hurts a little bit, but I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't had a ton of negative experiences with squirrels. What about you guys? Um, I think I would say it is negative because I love bird feeders. I love to feed birds in my backyard. And I think a lot of people can relate to this. Um, yeah, those squirrels love bird seed too. Right. And mm-hmm. they attack my bird feeders and break them and all that. So and they're pretty greedy. They get a bad rap for that. Clean it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Molly, what about you? Yeah, I feel like all the common negative experiences I've felt. (laughs) Yeah, the bird feeders are one. Um, We have a big oak tree in our backyard and they bury acorns like every square inch of our backyard (laughs) has like an acorn in it and so like in the spring we get like little saplings and we just have to rip them out like everywhere so our Mm -hmm. backyard is just a disaster um (laughs) they also taunt my cats so if you have like pet cats um our garage roof is like the same height as some of our back windows and they jump around on our roof and our cats have like forgotten that there's a glass window and they will like hurl themselves oh no. at the window oh no. and like splat. And sometimes I think our cats are just getting dumber and dumber because they like hurt themselves. Like they forget trying to, to attack the squirrels. Um, so yeah, they're, they also dig out my potted plants a mm. lot. Oh. Um, yeah. So all th- uh, whenever we put our summer plants outside, like on our deck or in our backyard, um, yeah, we, we come out in the morning to like dirt everywhere. They're <laughs> just ba- burying their acorns. So, no. I mean, when it's you, not. They're like, oh, this is easy. <laughs> yeah. When you said taunting your cats, I envisioned uh, squirrels. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Either doing like that or like flexing up on the roof. Like, oh, what are you going to well, do? They like make eye contact, you know, they like get up on the roof of our garage and they like stare at the cats and they're, it's like maybe they look like they're trying to play with them. Yeah. Like I call it taunting, <laughs> but they're a little fat tails. tails will like wiggle around and my cats are like oh it is on like, <laughs> <laughs> i'm coming Breakfast. nice um yeah um a couple of things really the f- first is 
the burying the nuts and things that mm. happens in in my yard too but that's actually important because a lot of trees will drop their seeds and they just lay there on top mm -hmm. of the ground and they'll never germinate mm -hmm. um so squirrels and other animals that do bury those seeds the squirrels do it mostly for caching so they can get it later but obviously they'll cache way too much yeah mm -hmm. or they'll forget where they'll they cache them yeah so yeah they're important seed dispersers in that sense helping those trees grow obviously we don't want them doing it in our backyard no one wants like five acorn trees yeah those trees. <laughs> no one has room for that yeah. <laughs> maybe when they start out but then eventually yeah. you don't yeah um so in ohio we only have four um common species of squirrels that you see regularly um, so we have the the red squirrel, uh -huh. my personal Ohio favorite. They're just it's the so cutest. Cute. Um, the flying squirrel, which we'll say it again, should not be called a flying squirrel because right. they cannot fly. They do more of a glide. Mm -hmm. um, the gray squirrel and then the fox squirrel, which is our largest. Mm -hmm. Groundhog um, is yep. technically a squirrel. I was going to get in there okay. with that one. Okay. So groundhog is technically a squirrel, but that's another podcast. Because Groundhog Day is <laughs> coming up in a few weeks. So. There's ground squirrels, too, so, in Ohio. Yeah, but not, mm. Is that the 13 line? And yeah, and I always forget about that one. Chipmunks, yeah. chipmunks are as related as those ones. So, so there's like tree squirrels and ground squirrels. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. how you can. It, it always blows people's mind when they do find out that groundhogs are squirrels. Have you yeah. seen them up a tree? Oh, yeah. But we'll save this for a later podcast. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I have seen groundhogs yeah. in a tree, Same, and it yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. They're wild. Yeah. Because um, it's just like, you don't. You don't belong there. Like, but, what are you doing? But they do. <laughs> but they do. Um, so all of those things that you guys mentioned um, were reasons that National Squirrel Appreciation Day was founded, was to try to say, okay, um, these are all bad things that they focus on because they do chew up, like, because of their teeth. And their mm -hmm. teeth, their incisors never stop growing um, throughout their entire life. And that's with most rodents, it's that way. And those teeth never stop growing, so they have to continually gnaw them down or mm -hmm. else they'll grow back up into the roof of their mouth or grow all jaggedy mm -hmm. and weird and, and cause just more problems for the squirrel. So it's necessary for them to continually gnaw, and it just so happens that your house might be a suitable thing for mm -hmm. them to chew on. Yeah. Um, and then there are other things they get into, too, as Molly said. They're potted plants and things, and they're probably storing oh, <laughs> more yeah. seeds mm -hmm. in your potted yeah. plants. Yeah. It's um, just their instinct. It's not like you is. can blame them. And sometimes... Um, I've seen this only at a few places where people feed animals and they're not supposed to. Um, some pretty aggressive squirrels. Yeah. I'm thinking of one very specific place. I won't mention it out loud. Mm -hmm. um, but those squirrels also um, are some of the fattest squirrels I've ever seen. <laughs> like, there's one at Sheldon's Marsh that has the human equivalent of a cankle. Like oh. a big old fat ankle. <laughs> like, like its fat little leg is like, like hanging over its little paw. And I, I feel so bad for oh, him because I know... You just reminded me of a, one of my anecdotes. Um, a, a fox squirrel stole one of my pumpkins. Like one of those small pumpkins. Oh, okay. So I was yeah, thinking no, of the no, big oh. one. Like we, had, <laughs> we had like four or five of them on our front porch. And we get home one day from being out and like there was only like two left. And I was like, oh, man, someone stole my pumpkins. The next day, we saw one of them smashed in the driveway um, underneath a tree. And then there was this... Big old fox squirrel, like, waddling along. <laughs> <laughs> his belly was full yeah. from all the other pumpkins he ate. So he was the culprit. Oh, his favorite time of year. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I saw that, though. Wish I, wish I saw him taking that little pumpkin up the tree. That would have been fun to yeah. see. <laughs> have you? So squirrels do a few weird behaviors. The first one I'm going to mention, have you ever seen a squirrel, like, pretend to hide food? 
Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, it's the most adorable thing I've ever seen. So they can see another squirrel. And actually, you can see it right here at Osborne. If you go over to where Shelter 5 is, uh -huh. there's so many squirrels down so there because many. of the, the Southwoods. Uh, every once in a while, I'll just see a gray squirrel sitting there. He's watching a fox squirrel, usually. And he'll just go over to, like, basically where the tree line meets the... Um, those shrubs we have mm -hmm. where the soil's nice and soft and he'll go over there and just like dig a little bit. It's like lazy. It's very lazy. And then he'll just like look and as he's covering with his paws, I'm like, dude, nobody, nobody's falling for this trick. <laughs> so <laughs> it's pretty cool. And then have you guys ever heard um, of squirrel splooting? No. S-P-L-O-O-T-I-N-G. It's that. another name mm -mm. for something that they do. What is that? Splooting. I know you've seen it once you hear it. It's is just it like the scrambling up and down trees no no Splitting. i have no idea then have you heard of heat dumping oh yeah okay yeah i know i know exactly what you mean now. yeah it's when they lay on a branch oh with yeah. their arms either side of the branch and they're just laying flat oh on the yeah. yeah so they're, oh, okay. they're basically just trying to get rid of extra heat so when they're super hot i've never seen one do that in ohio because we usually don't get terribly yeah. hot but when i went to arizona this year i saw a squirrel just like I mean, it's like 107 degrees, and he's just laying there flat on his belly. And I'm like, what I started talking to him. I was like 40 yards away. I was like, you okay, buddy? And then he like got up and took off. Uh. And I was like, oh. And then I Googled it real quick and figured out what it was because you don't see it very he often. Was yeah, didn't, didn't know the word. That's yeah. a fun either. word. So most of the time they'll do it on like concrete and like branches and stuff like that where they can get good airflow, but it's just to try to get rid of the, oh. mm -hmm. the heat mm. on them. Yeah, splooting was a weird word for me. That's I wanted funny. to know who came up, who came up with that. <laughs> That word. Why is that the one? You, I like just heat dumping. Is it specific to squirrels? Like, can we sploot? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I've ever. No, I have. Now that I think it about it. When I just go home and lay flat on the ground yeah. and like your family will be like, what you doing? <laughs> there, there was that trend a few years ago splitting. of planking. Let's yeah. just, let's introduce splooting. Yeah. What are you doing? Dumping heat. Leave me alone. So don't hassle me. I'm splooting. <laughs> <laughs> we really could start a trend. You could. <laughs> we really could, Martin. You're, with, with TikTok right. and the way things are trending, we we could really get going on one of these. You might you might be onto something. All right, <laughs> <laughs> started here. All right, um, so we're gonna do some casual trivia. It's not gonna be like we normally do. I'm just gonna ask questions throughout and and see how you guys do. Oh. Um, because I wanted to see because we're we don't have as many squirrel species and you know as other places do uh -huh. in the world. Um, so I just wanted to see. I see peeking at my paper. Um, who wants to take a guess um, as to how many species are in the world of squirrels? So this includes tree squirrels, marmots and groundhogs, um, one species of pygmy squirrel, Asian squirrels, and um, Asian giant squirrels. Oh. Does that also in include like chipmunks and things? Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Mm. That's... 20? Let's go. Oh, it's going to be way more than that. I was going to say like 200. Yeah, I was going to go 150. Oh, 150. I don't know. Would you say, Molly, 200? Yeah. Okay. 150 for me. Cheryl? I, I lowballed. I said 20. All right. It's 289. Holy Good moly. job, Molly. Nice. That was impressive. Mm -hmm. All right. I was impressed by that too. So there are 82 tree or flying squirrels, 138 marmots, ground squirrels. So that includes your um, chipmunks and things like that. Then I said one pygmy, gave you that one. Four Asian giant squirrels, one we'll talk about here at the end. And then 64 regular species of Asian squirrels. Wow. So mm. I thought that was cool. That's so many. It's a lot. It is um, a lot. Kind of more than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, so what percentage of squirrels 
I'm sorry, what percentage of a squirrel's food do they lose um, when they're placing it? Anybody oh, have a guess? Well, I'm going to say like 90%. So there has to be a bunch. <laughs> I feel like they yeah. always forget. Just based on like the amount that is left in my yard that they hide, <laughs> that d- they don't return to collect. <laughs> yeah, like. I don't know. All right, I'll give you four options. Okay. 15%, 25%, 20%. Or 45%. 45. 45. I'd say yeah. 45. It is 45. Yeah. Good job, yeah. everybody. So, and that's actually, that's a lot. And like Martin had mentioned earlier, like they are the one of the primary planters of oak trees mm-hmm. and hickories and things like that. Because those uh, seeds, when they drop and then eventually lose their husk in some cases, except for the acorn, they're just kind of plopped into the ground. Yeah. They don't really get pushed in unless somebody walks by and steps on it. So these squirrels aren't burying them very deep either. You right. know, just kind of under the surface there. So it makes it easy um, for them to kind of grab. But, like I said, other squirrels are constantly stealing their food, and other animals, too, like raccoons and things like that, will come upon a cache and steal them very easily. Um, this was something weird. I had no clue that was a thing. Um, so just off the top of your head, before the 19th century, I want you to take a guess. This is just a blank guess. Nobody would even know this. I had no clue this is even a thing. Before the 19th century, how many squirrels were in Central Park? Was it 300, 50, 0, or 125? Wow, they're all very low. I don't know, 125? Okay. Uh, I'm going to say 0. I know, I feel like it's 0 as well. Yeah. I'm impressed. It is 0. So, before the 19th century... Squirrels were not in rural areas like where people were heavy. Mm-hmm. So they introduced squirrels into Central Park and big cities like that to were make they, it. Were they there before? Way, way before. Mm. Like before, you know, buildings started to go up and things like that eventually when there was like plants and trees and a lot yeah. of other stuff. But they haven't adapted yet. Yeah, they got pushed out. And then in the early 19th century, they said, what, what's a way to get more people coming into the park? And they said, birds and animals. Uh-huh. So they introduced squirrels back in to Central Park and other cities like that to try to get more people involved. Mm. And now there are, I don't know how many there are, but there's probably a lot um, more than they can keep track of. But I thought that was cool. So cool. we kind of introduced squirrels back into like city living mm-hmm. or into city living from not ever having lived in a city. And they're doing um, very well. And then <laughs> you said mm-hmm. gray squirrels are, are a problem in the UK too, right? They are, yeah. I don't know exactly when or how they were introduced, but um, they have basically taken over <laughs> <laughs> they have infiltrated all forms of government no <laughs> <laughs> they're running the show they, they've basically um outcompeted our native species the eurasian um red squirrel a, a species i've never seen oh. but that's how rare they are and they're that's in, sad they're only yes. found in very small pockets of the british isles they are found elsewhere in europe but um yeah any if you go anywhere in england um, or elsewhere in the British Isles, you're more more likely to see a gray squirrel than it's any other. Mm. It's safe to say that Martin probably has seen a gray squirrel before we did. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just messing. Um, but with gray squirrels, I, lo- I love gray squirrels. They're my f- second favorite, I think. Um, red squirrels, I think, are bullies. I don't really like them very much. They are, and I think that's... That's what I like about them. Yeah. <laughs> they just well, Martin. for their size, they just like <laughs> they are. I, I'm not. Um, yeah, they're not um, allowing greys or foxes to take over their territory. Yeah, like this yeah. is mine. Get out. And red squirrels, 
they're like squirrels have high energy anyway, but red squirrels are next level. Mm-hmm. Like you see a red squirrel and they're just everywhere. And those I don't I don't know that they're tufts, but whatever those like points are on their ears make them look a little bit more fierce and aggressive, yeah. I think. Yeah. If they didn't have those, I don't know if they'd look as tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're here oh. at Osborne too, so yeah. if you yeah, ever we want to see one. Mm-hmm. We have them all. Yeah. If you come mm-hmm. out here, I usually see them in early spring. Um, if you come out with a flashlight and kind of look on the south woods, you can catch flying squirrel That's eyes cool. really easy. Um, and then one time I was doing a moth program. I'll never forget this. And it scared the poop out of me because it's never happened to me before. I, You know how I do the tree painting with some moth uh-huh. bait? So I did that around the loop of the south woods. And I had one that was on the back side of the tree. So I leaned over with a group of people to kind of see the tree. And when I leaned over, a flying squirrel, because I have my headlamp on, was coming <laughs> at me. Like towards me, my direction. He was coming for the tree. So I just dropped. Like, I'm like, oh, and like ducked down to the ground. And all the people like panicked behind me. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And then we were lucky enough to catch just him like scooting up the tree. So I didn't look like a complete fool and scare everyone. But yeah, so they're cool to see. Fun to watch. Um, I've still never seen one. Really good place. There's two good. Well, actually, not anymore. Eagle Point used to have one in that eagle that was up by the coop in the back uh-huh. but that actually came down last week huh? um it fell over from the wind oh it did <laughs> yeah. um and then back here and then pelton has them too in those little boxes around that loop oh cool so that's where back to the wilds drops all theirs off oh mm. yeah that's right to know. So, um this is gonna be a tricky one how many toes does a squirrel have oh i'll give you on options on each foot or Total. All right. Is it 12, 8, 10, or 9? 9? Why would it be 9? That's not even... That can't be be 9. It has... cannot be 9. What were the others? (laughs) 12, 8, 10, and 9. 12? Cheryl says 12. Kippy says 8. Kippy says 8. In the bag. (laughs) 8 and 2 thumbs. (laughs) Molly, what do you... Yeah. You first, Molly. I'm so thrown off because nine is an option. So right. I'm going to say nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm, I like that logic. Uh, I'll go 12 as well. It is nine. How is it nine? <laughs> so yes. they have four, <laughs> yeah. four front and five back. But they have two legs and two arms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just, hey, I don't make up the rules for how many. <laughs> <laughs> Are you counting like half of their body? Four in their front leg, five on their... Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I messed up. <laughs> okay, I was looking at you like you were the full Martin. <laughs> so, yes, it would be like eight 18. in the front. So, 18. 18. 18. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Forget that. Uh, okay. Thank you. Like Mammals are yes. mostly symmetrical. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't think I realized that they only had mm. four I didn't either. on their front. Mm-hmm. I did and not. how many... Five on the back. Five on the back. Yeah. Interesting. So, hmm. the and the five on the back, so when you see them kind of stand up, that's what that extra one does. It acts more like balance. a toe mm. for balance. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. He's looking at me like, okay, am, am I saying it wrong or are you? And well, I was thinking like nine divided by four. <laughs> how did they only have two per limb? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're good. All right. <laughs> All right, other than uh, nuts and seeds, what other foods can squirrels eat regularly? Anybody have a guess? 
I'm not giving you options. They can steal anything from a garden. True. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, I'll let you two go first because I, I have something else that's not regular. I think he might know. Well, they could eat meat every once in a while. How so? Um, I don't know. I just heard it. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me think. They've been known to catch birds and other mammals. They'll steal yeah. bird eggs occasionally, too. Okay. There's kind one of, of the theories. You know how their tail, like, swishes around? Uh, one of the theories of why that happens is to, like, distract potential prey so where they can, like, creep up on prey and then grab a bird. Oh. Yeah, there's a couple of papers that came out um, two or three years ago about it, like, mm. new to the world of science, and they had a few different records of it happening. That's huh. awesome because we're always finding out cool stuff like that. So yeah, so they do. Birds will be occasional, and then they eat actually a surprising amount of insects, mm. um, just because of the food that they eat. Number uh -huh. one, and then number two, if it's there, you're going to eat it. Yeah. Um, which I thought there's a lot of um, small mammals that eat tons of insects. Occasionally, when I'm mothing, you'll it's crazy. You'll see like a, a mouse come out and grab a, a moth, and then just take back <laughs> off. <laughs> like he wasn't even there. It's kind of cool to see. Um, but yeah, they, they do eat birds and it's kind of scary to think about that, but it yeah, happens. It is. So. Um, I never want to see that. I hope no, I don't same. see <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you just see a squirrel like running away from you with an egg in its hand, like all. Well, you always see squirrels in storybooks with the classic acorn. Like yeah. you don't want to see yeah. a squirrel with a bird in its hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing too, too much at that. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So I thought this was super, super cool. There is a bridge dedicated just to squirrels in Longview, Washington. A bridge? Yeah. A bridge that this county made just for squirrels. They had so many squirrels in their neighborhoods. Um, and in the area, people were hitting them with cars. So they, oh. they decided okay. to okay. make this adorable little bridge oh. and now have this cool um, squirrel fest every August. Oh, cool. They should move it to now. But um, That's I cool. thought it was cool. And guess what the name of the bridge is called? It's called the Nutty Narrows. <laughs> <laughs> so is it It goes above what, roads? Like a or? road. Okay. Like a That's road, a specific cool. road that they have. So that is um, a common piece of mitigation in Europe um, for door mice, which mm -hmm. is, um, they're not related to squirrels, but they're these cute little mammals that you often see them pictured sleeping. Um, oh, yeah, from like Alice in Wonderland. They're okay. like door mice. Uh -huh. um, and yeah, we... Uh, I used to work for an ecological consultancy and there was this area of land that was being cleared for like a new housing um, district or whatever. Um, and these dormice live in tree stands. Um, but this new housing complex was going to like separate um, two areas of trees, like disconnecting the dormouse habitat. And mm -hmm. they don't, they don't go to ground. Like they're almost entirely arboreal. So we had to put in like a, a little tree bridge between those areas. That's oh. awesome. Yeah. That's you cool. got to help with it? Um, I did all the surveys to begin with. I didn't, oh, didn't get to see the finished product. Still. Yeah. I, I want a squirrel bridge now. <laughs> we could put a little trail cam on it. Oh, my gosh. Cute. Yeah. We need we need a whole nature bridge from for the mm -hmm. six. But yeah. anyway, another time. Um, <laughs> so I did come across something really, really cool, and I thought this was strange, and it was applicable to um, our habitat. So we're all familiar with scatter hoarding, right? 
with the way squirrels kind of hide their food in caches and different yeah. places. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a, um, a scientist in um, the south at Auburn that had discovered in wetland habitats, squirrels do a little something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, wait, what? So I read the whole article and kind of was blown away. So what they do in wetland habitats, they have to deal with, um, you know, flooding pretty mm-hmm. regularly up and down. So what these squirrels do in more wetland habitats, there's not a ton of research out on this. There's just a few papers, but they make smaller caches of like two or three seeds mm. because mm-hmm. of the flooding and they could potentially drown and then they are increased predators and stuff like that. Yeah. What can happen is, is these guys will do smaller caches. So they're just hiding like one or two, like in various locations, like all throughout their territory. Oh, so I thought that was really cool. So they're doing, are they doing more? Did that say like more smaller caches? Yes. More, more smaller caches than one big one, oh. except for in there, like wherever their, their tree or wherever their nesting would be. Oh. That'll have a cache still, Cool. but they need to spread out a little more. So I thought that was cool. And then, um, so I was kind of looking at how we all know they, that squirrels have a really, really strong bite force. Mm-hmm. Um, does anybody have a guess as to how strong it is? Because uh, I was, I was floored um, when when I saw the number, like completely blown away. I'm sure it's pretty dang strong. So yeah. we'll just do it off a of psi. So. Per, uh, pounds per square inch is what oh. most bite forces are done off of. I wouldn't. I would need something to reference. Yeah. Okay. I don't really know. So, for example, ours for humans, um, just the average. So, like, just a normal bite, not like a f- as hard as you can, is between 120 to 160 pounds per square inch. Let's go 500. Okay. Like 900. That's a good guess. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 800. I'm it's like picturing you, Mike, with that like kitchen tool <laughs> trying to like crack a walnut like with your bare hands and all your strength and like no, none of us could do it and like yeah. squirrels like do it all like day it's every nothing. day. They do it all the time. Yeah. So so there were s- there's some uh, some discrepancies here in this research for the per square inch thing because when you think about like hippos and and gators and things like that and crocodiles they have like these four thousand you yeah. know, PSI bite strength, but they're huge animals. Mm-hmm. Um, a squirrel has 7,000. I was blown away. And that's just because of... Before you said Molly's was a good guess. It was still a good guess. <laughs> she was way off. It was better than yours. Terribly low. Um, and, and I was kind of floored by that. So I like started... I didn't believe it at first. So I started panicking. I'm like, this isn't right. That's not possible because that's stronger than like yeah. a great white shark and yeah. like things like that. And you're like, holy cow. But... Their size, their body to, to mouth ratio is just like mm. unbelievable. And like wow. Molly said, cracking open those nuts like yeah, it's Yeah, maybe think about that the next time you want to feed a squirrel. Or maybe touch get your If it gets in your house, bit. call a professional. Yeah. Call yeah. a professional. You've seen those videos on YouTube where a guy like reaches into his fireplace oh, and then yeah. screaming like a banshee because. Yeah. That's seven yeah. thousand <laughs> pounds of force. I've seen people hand. try and feed squirrels and get bitten. And they, they can carry diseases too, so sure. just mm-hmm. be really careful. Rabies. Not only will it hurt, it can. I harm even you. watched this one. I didn't watch. I saw this picture in this article of of like a guy who got bit in his foot, and like the the squirrel must have had some type of bacteria in its mouth, and like his whole leg was like rotting. Oh off. dear. Oh. oh yeah. What's the moral of the story here? We don't mess with wildlife. <laughs> no. Yeah, don't feed wildlife <laughs> at all. Watch them from well, a distance. And, and the other problem with feeding the wildlife is they become dependent on you then, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're probably, people who are listening are like, well, what about birds and things like that? Yeah, there are exceptions, but but when it comes to, like, hand-feeding things, like, please, please don't. Yeah. Because yeah, you don't want to get 
it, pay anything. Yeah. Not fun. So, um, I also wanted to go over the three cutest squirrels in existence. <laughs> um, and this is just my selfish opinion. Um, out of the 289, I think I have picked the three cutest squirrels. Did you go through all 289? No, I didn't go <laughs> through all 289. Um, but I feel like nowadays when you Google cutest squirrels or, or the best squirrels, um, I feel like they're pretty accurate and they give you yeah. that one. And, and there could be other squirrels out there that we don't know about too because I think they just discovered a new one in Asia in 2018. Wow. So um, number one is this cute little guy right here. Aww. This is the Japanese flying dwarf oh, squirrel. My goodness. Yeah. Um, so he's only about five to eight inches long. He's cute. He Those only weighs about eyes. eight ounces. <laughs> How cute he is. <laughs> and they live in these really cold climates too. It makes you wonder like kind of how um, they're close to the Tibetan plateau. So it gets pretty chilly up in there. But yeah, they're so cute. They're so cute. Look right. very similar to the southern flying squirrel. All right. Number two is this little guy. Asian tricolored squirrel. Look at him. Oh, he's I think he's the coolest looking. I like he's the interesting colors. Looking. Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. color patterns and stuff. Black, white with red Like a rusty arms, red. Belly. It's very pretty. And then this is my personal favorite just because of the sheer size of this puppy. This is the red and white flying squirrel. Oh, oh wow. Oh, wow. my nice. goodness. That is a kite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a kite. Yep. So um, they can be about 40 to 50 inches long, and they can weigh anywhere from two and a half to four and a half pounds. Wow. What was this one called? Uh, the red and white flying squirrel. Wow. They are cute, though. Like, they just are. A, I mean, yeah, it does. It literally looks like a kite, though. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> that coming yeah. at you, though? <laughs> yeah. No. Because <laughs> that, yeah, that's a bit much. So yeah, those membranes are huge. Yeah. They may be cute, but there are squirrels known as beautiful squirrels. And this is, I think, South America. One of my professors from university traveled to South America to do some squirrel studies. Uh -huh. And the group of squirrels that he was studying were called beautiful squirrels. Really? Are they beautiful? Um, they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> they're not anything like those. <laughs> um, they were pretty big. I think they're a lot bigger than um, what we see mm -hmm. here. Um, yeah. I need to find a picture of them. Yeah, because if you think this, uh, the tricolored squirrel is is about the same size as our fox mm. squirrel. A mm. little bit okay. bigger, about the same. That's cool. Eurasian red squirrel, I think, is cuter than that one. I mean, <laughs> this, is, this is Mike Mike's preferences. Okay. This is not Martin's, right. Molly's, <laughs> or Cheryl's preferences. So, so one really easy way that people can help out with um, squirrel conservation and kind of seeing... Uh, trending squirrel population throughout the United States. If you're that interested, if you love squirrels that much, is a um, citizen science-based project called Project Squirrel. So this is a really fun, easy way for people to get involved with citizen science and kind of help out in their communities or in their state or even in their county in some cases. And it helps to kind of track and manage what we're seeing in squirrel population. So if you're interested in that, check out Project Squirrel and you can get a little bit more hands-on with squirrel conservation. All right, cool. Well, that's all we have for this episode. So if you guys are out and you see squirrels, make sure to thank them. Don't touch them, but thank them yeah. because they're planting our trees and helping us out. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See ya.